Chapter 6 After my dad left, I talked to my mom. She said what I expected. She wanted me to stay. But it was up to me. She trusted me to think it through. Up to me. Great. I could hurt my mom and my sisters, or I could hurt my dad. Perfect. Isn't divorce fun? After I went to bed, I just lay there, staring up at the ceiling. My brain kept churning like a computer you can't turn off. Too many things to think about. My dad. My mom. And the big, huge, massive thing I didn't even want to start thinking about. My friends. The Animorphs. The war against the Yerks. Finally, I knew I had to get out of there. I needed air and open spaces. The walls were just way too close around me. I climbed out of bed and opened my window all the way. I changed from the t-shirt I sleep in to the black leotard I usually wore under my clothes. My morphing outfit. I couldn't think about it anymore. I just needed some space to not think about my father. Not think about choices. I focused my mind. I concentrated. Just some time to think, I told myself as my fingers became feathers and my toes curled into talons. I guess every kid has times he wants to just get away. But I had the power to do it. I could even get away from myself. I launched myself into the night. I flew in absolute silence. The wind rushing over the top of my wings never ruffled a feather. The moon was low on the horizon, just a sliver. High clouds blocked the starlight. The grassy field just a few feet below me would have been black and featureless to human eyes but I was not looking through human eyes. My eyes were so large, they nearly filled my head. They looked through the darkness like it was noon on a sunny day. I could see individual blades of grass. I could see the ants crawling beneath the grass. My hearing was so acute that I could hear a mouse step on a twig from seventy-five feet away. I could hear the beating wings of a sparrow that was flitting from tree to tree. I had morphed into a great horned owl. The night killer. The predator of darkness. I flew lower still, closer to the ground, letting the owl's mind search out prey. Here a mouse. There a shrew. There a vole. And all the many little birds. They were all meat to the owl. I could descend, silent and deadly, on a rat or rabbit, spread my talons wide, and strike... I could squeeze my talons until they burst the skulls of my prey, and... No. No, I told myself. I was not Tobias. He had no choice but to be a predator. I had a choice. Like, my father had a choice. He could just not move. And then I wouldn't have to make this awful decision. If he knew, if he understood everything, he wouldn't do this. He would understand that I was part of the battle to help save Earth. But I couldn't tell him. Not even my dad. He could be one of them. That's what knowing about the Yerks does to you. You look at everyone and wonder what's living inside their brains. Even though I felt like somehow I would just know if my dad were a controller. I guess I've always had a close relationship with my dad. Right from the start... Going back as far as I can remember, we were always doing stuff together. I mean, 
I have this photograph of me when I was three years old, standing on a balance beam, with my dad holding me up and grinning at the camera. I love that picture, even though I look lame in the outfit I had on. I keep it on my desk in my room. When my mom was pregnant with my little sister Sarah, I overheard my parents talking. My mom was saying maybe this time she would have a boy. I know you've always wanted a boy, she told my dad. Oh, come on, he answered. That was years ago. I thought I had to have a boy to do all the fun dad stuff with. But I have Rachel. She's as good as any boy. She's already tougher than most boys her age. Have you seen the vaults she can do? My mom groaned. Don't ever let her hear you say that. Little girls do not want to be told they are as good as a boy. But she was wrong. I know it was sexist and all, but I still just thought it was great. My dad thought I was as tough as any boy. Cool. If only he knew what I was doing now, I thought. How could he expect me to make this decision? I couldn't leave my friends. I couldn't. They were counting on me. We were going back to the Yerkpool, and they were counting on me to be brave and strong. That's what they thought I was. But if I was so brave and so strong, why was I suddenly imagining a very different life, a long, long way from the war with the Yerks? Why was I imagining a life of gymnastics classes and ball games with my dad, a place where I was just a person? where no one expected me to go back down into that hell of screams and despair called the Yerkpool. If I was so brave and so tough, why was I imagining a normal life? <laughs>